Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. What up, what up? It's the big step of the well-known flex of the girlfriend. Yeah, you know the rest. And I just jumped off the porch with Daddy Glove Best. Talk to me nice, so don't talk to me twice. I've been in my bed. Paranoid, I've we have the Tusi here yeah. off the porch. How are you feeling today? I feel good. How are you? I am feeling really good. So I know you're here in Atlanta. What have you been working on while you're out here? Press roll. You know what I mean? Press roll. Been doing straight interviews. How many times have you been out to Atlanta? I can't even count. For real, for real. I've been coming here since I was, I don't know how old. I, I've been here too many times. So what's like your favorite food spots whenever you come out here? I like Busy Bees. I like Busy Bees, but, but they just shut, what, what was the name of that place? Rock, Rockles or something like that? Rock, Rock something, Rock South. 
I heard of that rock style. A yeah. lot of people told me it's good. Yeah, rock self. I just seen that one, so I'm gonna check that out. You be going to the clubs or anything while you out here? I don't do clubs. <laughs> really? Nah, I might go to like the little hookah bar. Uh, oh, Zara or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I might go there. But that's it. So getting into your background, you live in lived in Syracuse, New York. Did I pronounce it right? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> and you were there till you were 13 and then you moved to North Carolina. So you got the both dynamics of the North and the South. Mm -hmm. How would you say that played a part in your music? Well, shit, so like I'm originally I'm from um Syracuse and then I had moved uh, to Raleigh when I was like yeah, when I was like 13, like, you know what an Arnold Palmer is? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like an Arnold Palmer, you know what I mean? But, yeah, that's how I, that's how I consider myself to be. Like, New York, like, fast-paced, and then um, down south a little bit slower, so. Yeah. How was that transition from you going from super fast-paced to a little bit slow? Um, I was able to adjust, you know what I mean? It's basically like being in a car and you slowing down. Like I was able to adjust. If I was going from slow to fast, that would have been a little bit harder, but I went from fast to slow, so I was able to adjust. So how would you describe the current rap scene in your hometown? Gritty, feel me? Like, we all come from nothing. So like, I don't know, like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, Artists in my, from my hometown know who like deserve that that recognition though. So outside of yourself, do you also listen to like the local talent that's in your city as well? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We got we got a lot of local talent. Like um, who we got from, from back from Raleigh? We got uh, well not Raleigh but like North Carolina. Like um, and, and Syracuse. We got Chris B. In Syracuse, uh, we got Scory in Syracuse. Um, a few others in Syracuse. There's so many, there's so many artists. We in Raleigh, in uh, North Carolina, we got 83 Babies, Fat Sosa. Um, we got um, um, Zay, Zay the Goat. We got uh, man, all the all the uh, social currency for real, for real. <laughs> like there's so many artists out there. We got Tia Karen. We got, yeah, all right, let's go on and on. Let's go on and on. And you in specific, how would you say you play a part in that role in your hometown? Um, I don't know, I feel like I'm just motivation, that's all. I'm just motivation. That's all a person can be to another person, motivation. You know what I mean? And to the young people, like a mentor. I mean, like, there still be certain times where, like, if I do get a chance to, like, I drive through certain areas, like um, I gotta be a little bit more cautious now, be safe now. But I, like I used to, like drive through certain areas, you know, get the kids money, like all the kids know my car, like stuff like that. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so with you growing up in the 2000s, who would you say were some musical influences for you? And if you don't have musical influence, we could just talk about who you was listening yeah, to. Yeah, nah, so I'm saying though, like, I ain't have no musical influences. I had people who, uh, I had people who I liked though, like, who, who I looked up to, like, uh, 
like as a person, like I looked up to Nipsey Hussle. Um, like that was like a big influence to me. Like I was listening to my brother and my dad growing up. Like that's who I used to listen to when it come to music. They used to make music. So I never really used to listen to other artists, like, you know? Oh, so you come from a musical background, so it was only right that you pursued music. Yeah, so like, boom, like, but I'm the first one to really make it, though. Right? Like, I'm the first one to really make it, like, out my town, out my family, out my... But like, my brother was close. He was close and he just gave me that push that I needed. So like, now we all really made it. I made it, he made it. Because everybody know my brother now. So how is that feeling to know that you like really made it out of your family? Um, it's a blessing, you know what I mean? It's a blessing. But you know, they say uh what you what you do ain't worth nothing until you do something for others. You know what I mean, so I still got some reaching back to do. It's a process. Yeah. Now, going back to your background, I did know that six years ago you were homeless and I did not know that. Mm -hmm. um, did you have a lot of responsibility on you at that time? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like my mom, when my mom was like working at uh, the gas station that she was working at, she used to work at a gas station and we used to be out, um, like we used to be like sleeping in this motel, you know what I mean? Uh, we used to be sleeping in this motel and stuff, and um, feel me, I used to have to babysit and all that. Like, I used to have to babysit my nieces and my nephew. Um, I did that until, like, my sister got out of prison, for real, for real. Like, um, boom, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, so that was, like, the biggest, the biggest, like, uh, job I had, for real, for a responsibility I had. And what gave you the hope to know that it wouldn't always be that way? Um, I know life wasn't always like that, you know what I mean? So like, that was just the push I needed, like to know that life wasn't always like that. And like, it, it's, it's a bigger purpose in life than what we going through now, feel me? Like, we, like, they say we die to live, you know what I mean? Um, and that's the truth. Cause like, like this, all this right here to me, like this shit ain't nothing, this shit death right here. Like, if you ask me, we really dead, it's life after this, you know? So it's a bigger purpose. I ain't, I can't trip on what I go through in this world. I might catch an attitude or I might complain a little bit, but I mean, that's cause I'm human and I got emotions and everybody got them. But it's life after this, so I can't trip what's going on. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. In this world, so that was my motivation, like, to know that it's, like, bigger than this. And I serve a bigger purpose, you know? And I always tell my homeboys, like, I ask my homeboys, like, um, you know, when you go, like, what they gonna know you for? Like, you just gonna be another nigga, like, that was 21 years old, that's something happened to, 22 years old, that's something happened to, 40 years old, who, you know, you, 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 maybe, let's say you die at old age, but they gonna, oh, you die at old age, they say, um, here's a funny dude. Like, damn, like, all the years you been here, all they could say was you was funny, you know? 
So, nah, you gotta serve a bigger purpose. So, have you discovered your purpose? Yeah, I'm an empath. I like to help everybody else, you know? That's that's my thing. I mean, my problems don't never really be my problems. My problems be everybody else's problems. You heard? And I know that your mom is a really big piece to you. What is it that she instilled in you that you will always hold on to? Um, oh, my work ethic. My mom a working lady. Like, that's a working lady right there, boy. She don't stop working. That's my baby. That's like my best friend. You know, so uh, my work ethic. I get my work ethic from my mom and my attitude from my dad. Really? Yeah, real talk. I get my attitude from my dad. My dad an asshole. <laughs> but yeah. you don't seem like you're an asshole, though. Yeah, I don't seem like it. That's good. That's from my mom. For sure. I could be an asshole sometimes. I won't lie. So what would you say it takes for you to just be like, ugh, get away from me? <laughs> oh, it don't take nothing for me to do that. Like, you feel me? Take five seconds for me to feel like that. Like, I really don't like being around people. I love everybody. That's the crazy part. I, just, I don't like being around people. I like being by myself. You know what I mean? So, um, you overstay your welcome. I get the feeling like that. <laughs> so that means when, if you do have people at your house, what's like the max until you like, nah, you gotta go? You ask them. I have people over my house and be in my room. Really? Hell yeah, they come over all the time, I'll be in my room. <laughs> he'll come over, he'll come over, he'll come over, they all come over. He come over and he be doing shit in my house. I don't know what the hell he be doing. He come over and he be downstairs watching TV. He come over, he be on the laptop. I'll be in my room or I'll be on the game and they just be watching me. I, like my house, really my house is the house that people, everybody pull up to and they just be chilling, for real, for real. So. so with you being, I wouldn't say you're like, are you like an introvert, extrovert? Honestly, I don't know what the hell I am. <laughs> I never even really knew like what that was. Like, like an extrovert, that's like a person who don't like to be around people. So introvert is somebody who doesn't like to be around people and extrovert is you can be around people. But I know they have it to where you can be both. Oh yeah, I guess I'm both. Cause like, you know, when I want to be around you, I want to be around you. When I don't want to be around you, like, I don't want to be around you. Or I guess I'm both for real. And getting into your faith, I know that you do come from a religious background. Mm -hmm. um, how does your faith play a part in how you navigate through the industry? Man, honestly, like, like I was uh, saying earlier, like you gotta set goals for yourself um, and try to over succeed. You know, like when I set goals for myself, like I already know that I'm gonna succeed. I mean, but my goal, my major goal is to over succeed. Like, that's my faith. Like, I got faith that I'm going to over succeed. So, like, I mean, that's really how I navigate through everything that I got going on. Like, I try to, I set one goal, and my real goal is to over succeed. And that way, I ain't so hurt if I don't succeed at what I set for myself. Oh, I love that. Yeah, if I don't over succeed at what I set for myself, at least I, at least I succeeded. You know what I mean? And I do know that you're also really big on prayer. What is something that you ask God for daily? Mm, I, um, I got this test right here. Say pray for me. But I, I think I ask for, you know, 
what the, the, uh, the typical person should ask for, like, you know, for, for God to watch over you. Like, every day I leave the house, I ask God to watch over me, you know? Like, yeah, I move with security um, and all that, but at the end of the day, like, can't nobody protect me like the man above. So, for sure, yeah, I ask for protection. I ask that he keep me strong and keep the ones around me happy, keep me happy, and just show me the way and remove uh, anybody from around me who don't need to be around. You need to get out of my head because that's literally that's like hard. my prayer, especially with working in the industry. I always yeah. be praying for this. <laughs> praying for um, discernment because I feel like that also really guides you throughout what you need to do in no, the industry. Prayer big. I pray a lot. I pray like, I don't know how many times. I probably pray like seven, eight times a day. Oh, do you ever be feeling like if you haven't prayed in a long time, you feel like unbalanced or like yeah, off? Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. But I won't lie, it's been so long since I haven't prayed. Like, I ain't feel like that in a minute. Like, as soon as you start to forget about God, that's when stuff go left. I'm telling you, oh my God, you hit it right on the nail. Yeah, real talk. Anthony, one of your interviews, you did speak on being an empath and how that comes with taking on a lot of emotions of others. How do you set those boundaries to keep yourself from getting overwhelmed? Um, honestly, like when I'm when I get free time, I just take my free time. You know what I mean? Like my free time, that's my me time. Like that's what that is. So like when I get that, I just block the world up, you know. So that's all I could do. But then when it's time to, you know, put that cape back on, you gotta go around. You know, Superman don't cry when he gotta put that cape on. So for sure. And if I'm not mistaken, you do have it tatted on you, don't you? Yeah, I got it tatted on the side of my face. I don't got no haircut right now. <laughs> but yeah, I got it tatted on the side of my face. And what made you wanna get that tatted on you? Um, honestly, uh, Nipsey. Like Nipsey used to have a prolific on the side of his face. And uh, one day I just had to ask myself, like, who am I as a person? Like, who am I? You know, um, what's my purpose? What's my happiness in life? You know, and my happiness is making other people happy. So, like, that's what I'm like, all right, like, I'm gonna go do it. So Nipsey, the reason why I got this. And with it being Mental Health Awareness Month, what advice would you give to the younger generation about their mental health? Man, oh, I didn't know that. All right, so somebody did ask me that. Like, I've been getting a lot of questions about mental health awareness. Um, I didn't know it was Mental Health Awareness Month. That's, that's major. Um, honestly, I would say, like, um, like, everybody got they, uh, it's pros and cons and everything in life, right? Um, like, uh, who is it that, 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 uh, that kryptonite is like they, uh, is it Superman? Like kryptonite, like boom, like, all right, that's a flaw for, uh, that's a, that's a con to, to Superman, right? You gotta find like your pro, like what's your pro, like what's your coping mechanism? Like, what help you cope with the things that you go through? And that's anybody with, you know, mental health awareness, like, and it's always more than one thing. Cause like in life, right? Um, God put us here, and He gave us like options. You know what I mean? Just like you know, if you, it, I don't know how deep people go back into life, but uh, like in life, like God gave Adam and Eve, like you know, 
uh, an option to bite the forbidden fruit. And life, God placed us on earth with options, you know? So, you know I mean? It's just like, you gotta find your pro. And it could be many options. It could be a lot of things. Like, it ain't gotta, you ain't gotta resort to a bad thing. You ain't gotta resort to a negative thing. Your pros is your pros, so. And I feel like also with this younger generation, they're going up with social media because yeah. we didn't have it like that. So yeah. it's like, I feel like they're really hypersensitive because so, we have like TikTok, Instagram, yeah. and you got it's all a, these- it's a, lot of, it's a lot of tools around you to just self-destruct. Like, you know what I mean? It's a lot of tools around you to self-destruct with life, what you make of it for real, for real. And um, it's not even only with the young generation, it's with the older generation too, because we got 34-year-old men talking to 12-year-old kids, you know, who, and they don't even know they 12. I mean, like having fully blown conversations, but they know just as much as you from the internet. It'll talk, so that's the real issue. Like it's, it's no line drawn. So this might be a off the wall question, but uh -huh. okay. So later in life, when you do have kids, do you think you're gonna shield them from social media? Nah, not at all. Nipsey Hussle said, "Experience the biggest teacher." You know. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. There's certain stuff you can't you can't protect uh protect people from because they gotta you gotta allow a person to jump in that water. Like, you know what I mean? So experience the biggest teacher. It's, it's pros and it's cons, you know, pros and cons to social media. Just You just got to uh, let your kid know what the, what, the, what the pros is and what the cons is. So. Now let's get into your project that drops at midnight. So. Tonight. So it's titled, Thank You for Believing. Uh -huh. Tell us about that title and what it means to you. Um, man, I'm just thankful for everybody who played a role. And everything I got going on, like, I'm thankful for the, for, for the role I play with, you know what I mean? For the role that everybody played with, what I got going on, like, you know, um, my cameraman, my security, my manager, my mom, my friends, and my fans, my supporters, like, you know, like, they play a big role, so, like, this is a project for them. Like, this is a project for everybody who believes in me. So, like, tonight, we gonna turn up. And we ain't gonna turn out for me. Like, we ain't gonna celebrate for me. We gonna celebrate for everybody else. My supporters, like, all of them, like, we turning up for them. Like, this ain't even for me. I'm lit for them, because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't even be here. Yeah. Now, with this upcoming release of your new project, how have you grown since your last project, Poetic Pain? You wanna know something? I ain't hit puberty yet. On my last project, I'm gonna keep it on it. Like, <laughs> I just hit puberty not too long ago. Like, like so they say like right, like men don't stop hitting puberty until they're 25. I ain't hit puberty yet. Like so, if you woulda if you woulda heard me talking like a few months ago, my voice wasn't this deep. Like I probably used to sound like a little girl for real, for real. Like it was one week real talk. It was one week where I lost my voice, and like when it came back, like. Like, I just sounded like this. Like, it sounds scary. Like, it don't sound real, but like, this is, this is really how it happened. Yo, y'all voice changed like that? Did that, that shit happen to you quick? Like, when you hit puberty, how, how, how that was? 
you ain't you ain't just you ain't, I won't lie, I lost my voice like for a week. My throat ain't hurting on nothing. Like I just lost my voice for a week and when it came back, like it was a little bit deeper for real. So the voice just got deep. Yeah, it's just happened. <laughs> like I ain't, I ain't always used to sound like this. Like you go to, you go. I was listening to some past videos. Like it was a little bit high pitched. It was like love cycle a little bit. So do you feel like the sound of your music will start changing as you get older? I mean, that's so. Like at twelve o'clock, you gonna see like it don't sound nothing like like the past stuff because I can't. It's like I can't do that certain stuff that I used to do. Like all them like. Little high notes and all that, like, I don't know how I can't do that no more. The melodic. You know, oh yeah, now nah, that's there. <laughs> now nah, that's that's never going to go nowhere. But like, all the way, like, nah, like, I won't lie, some of it gone. Now, what was the creative process like with this album? Man, like, um, I locked in the studio, you know what I mean, with an engineer. Like, for the first time ever. Shout out to Zach. Um, shout out to Zach from Blue Room. Shout out to Zach from Blue Room. I locked in the studio for the first time, like, ever. Like, really being in the studio, like, locking in with an engineer. I locked in with the producers. The producers pulled up. Um, they played beats. We worked on some of the beats together. Um, and we just did it like that, feel me? Like, I actually locked in for this one, so. So I did see the track list and I saw that Mulatto and Key Glock was on there. Yeah. How was it working with them? Man, so like, um, Glock, that's my dog. Like, feel me? That's, that's, that's big bro for real. Like, um, so we just locked in and we was just in there making songs all day. Like, and if you know us, like, you know, we, we two niggas that like a lot of females like. <laughs> so like, I mean, all we could do is talk about what we could talk about. You know what I mean? So. And then um, Lotto, they had sent her the record. I didn't even know like really she was gonna get on it. And like um, the record was already done. It had two verses on it. They're like, how you think, how you feel if um, if we put Mulatto on it? I'm like, shit, let's see, like for real. Um, they sent it to her, and then they sent it back like not too not too long long later. I'm like, damn, this shit hard. Like so, like I won't lie, that's like probably like. One of my favorite songs up there. I cannot wait to hear that because y'all yeah. two together. That's your listen. Heart. <laughs> that's your heart. I'm telling you. Survive. Like, that's that's really the song of the summer. Like, I tell you no lie, that's the song of the summer. You getting us all piped up. We got to wait till midnight. Nah, that's the song <laughs> of the summer for real. You know what I see? And you just dropped your visual for your single, What It Costs. And I want to dive into that because you had a monologue in the beginning mm -hmm. and you were speaking over your grandpa, like the pressures of going hard and the responsibility that you have on you. Yeah. I want you to talk to us about that. Um, like, so, you know what I mean? I just, for real, I just, I go hard every day. You know what I mean? I go hard every day. I try to at least, like, even when I'm, even if I wake up and I'm playing the game, like that's still a part of my job because I'm streaming. And when I'm streaming, I'm streaming for nine to 10 hours. You know I mean, straight, just sitting right there streaming, making money, you know what I mean? Um, so like that, um, like, I don't know. Like every day I wake up, so like I got this tattoo on my neck, right? Like, you know, a lot of us got it tatted. Like not all of us yet, but a lot of us got it tatted. Um, it's a two times. And basically, like, you know how they say, like, when you sleeping, it's always somebody who working two times as hard as you. You know what I mean? Like, we them people. 
you know. So we was just talking about it in the car, like everybody, um, what we say, everybody want to be down with the, uh, with what we just say. Yeah, everybody want to be down with the trend, but don't nobody, you know, don't nobody really want to live the lifestyle. You know, of working two times as hard as the next person. Like, you just want to be two times. You don't even know what two times really is. Like, it's us waking up, going hard every day. Like, blood, sweat, and tears for this shit. Like, real talk. So, like, I don't know. That's how I really just, like, uh, uh, I be pushing through it, for real. And what made you want to put all of that in the beginning? Because, like, watching, it was like you were getting a lot of things off of your chest. Man, it was it was really an accident. Like, this nigga right here was recording. I didn't know he was recording. If I would've knew he was recording, I wouldn't have cried. I ain't no sucker. So if I would've knew he was recording, I wouldn't have cried. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's life. You know what I mean? It was the first time. Like, we was in a moment where, like, all right, stuff was getting heated. And, um, like, I don't know. Like, I was getting to a point where, like, I just had to let all I was stressed out. I had to let that shit out. I mean, it felt good, though. It felt good. Before we wrap up, what would you say are some goals that you have for yourself as an artist for this year? Um, some goals I got for myself. Man, continue to get it up. The consumers, the customers, the lovely supporters, what they ask for. I mean, anything they ask for. My job just to make them happy. I'm living in their world, so, I mean, I just want to continue to put out great music. And if you have any last words and shout outs, feel free, the floor is yours. Uh, shout out to the whole two times, you know what I mean? Gang gang, we here, know what it is. Um, shout out to, you know, my family, my mom, my manager behind you, Flip, shout out to Drew, I mean, shout out to D, shout out to, uh, Quick, you know what I mean? We here, gang gang. And you watching uh, off the porch, even though I'm sitting on the porch. Yeah. Talk to me nice, so don't talk to me twice. I've been in my bed. Paranoid, I got PTSD, 30 in my man. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.